0: Hi guys welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast over a cup of coffee i'm so delighted to be here again it's your girl jay and with me is the amazing
1: bam bam hi everyone welcome to another episode we're delighted we're excited and we are honored to have you on this episode again thank you for listening thank you for supporting us um, and thank you for sharing our content. Um, if you're just listening to this for the first time, please like, share, and comment. Drop your comment, you know, share with your friends. And, and if you have been listening to this for, you know, you have been listening to our previous episodes, thank you for listening in. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, today's episode would be doing something fantastic. Uh, we're talking about unto- untold stories of failure all right so we're going to be having this episode in every season um that you see and you know the concept of this episode is to bring you know amazing people and you know notable people all right and you know they give us a glimpse to how the growth was for them you know and how they dealt with failure all right today um we have somebody amazing somebody I hold in high regard and in high esteem um I call her Auntie De all right even though she has tried to stop me from calling her that but i can't stop all right she's here with us today i'm going to leave out to do the introductions but thank you so much for joining us today on over a Cu- over a cup of coffee podcast
2: hi g and bamba um thank you for having me on your over a cup of coffee podcast and i think i really like the name <laughs> um so Timmy, what does Timmy do? <laughs> um, I'm an environmentalist. I focus majorly on climate education and communications. So you always find me at the intersection of both. Um, I currently run an NGO um, that's been around for about six years, roughly. Um, so I like to call myself a change maker because, yeah, when I find problems, I try to like find solutions to them in my local community. And um, I also like to share knowledge, you know, interact with people and um not to bore you people on this podcast. There are so many other things that I like do, um things that you know I involve myself with and so many other things, but for the sake of this podcast, so that we don't sound too serious. <laughs> yeah, I'll just keep all of those details. But yeah, I am a change maker and uh, my work in climate education and comms. Yeah, so that's it.
1: She 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 wears many hats. So I'd i suggest if you're listening to this, um, in in the comments we'll drop uh, the link to all our social media page. You could find more on our work there. She she wears many hats, I tell you. All right. So thank you for 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 that introduction. Um, you know, could you tell us a bit about your background? What's your story like? Um, what was growing up um you know growing up like for you, um, and basically what role has that like? played your environment and if that thing, what role has that played you know in your success journey so far i
2: would say that um you know i was that girl that grew up independently when i say independently i don't mean like oh i don't have family please i do have family a thriving good family but i think i would say i grew, i grew up too fast you know i learned to do like a lot of things by myself um and just learned to be very independent you know i remember when i was in school i during holidays i didn't go home or i i didn't really used to go home and that was because i just felt like oh i could use this small time to like do some other things just to stay ahead so at that time, I I used to appear like a very stubborn child. If <laughs> you probably ask my mom, she 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 got she would describe me that way. But I think now it's glaring where you know all of my stubbornness has led led me actually. So I was that independent child. I was I was very opinionated. I was like I had a strong like I was so strong willed. If I said I wanted to do anything. I will do it like I will do it and nothing is going to stop me although it it had like bad side as a kid because maybe at that time your mom told you not to do something to one neighbor's child but that's when exactly you actually want to do it (laughs) but growing up you begin to like um you know drop the negative side of your of your you know some characters so like I always say you know being strong-willed is not like the problem you can be strong-willed but be strong-willed at good things so I just channeled all of those attributes to doing things that are better and probably not like beating my <laughs> my neighbor's child. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, I'm a very cool person, very chilled. Uh, but you know, when we we're kids now, I used to like pinch people, you fight and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But that yeah, I, all, <laughs> I think all of those things really like fed in into my growth, and um, I think the family the kind of family that I also came from were very you know, we had this entrepreneur spirit. My father is an entrepreneur. My mom is an entrepreneur. So I would always go to their shops, you know, sell for them. I can sell, I can sell fire to hellfire. Like it was that, it was that good. And I was a kid, like I was really young. And, you know, people just loved that they could come to my mom's shop, see me buy, I mean, see me like take over all of those things, open the shop, make sales, go back home. So growing up, I started business too. and. All of those things that I learned, I also applied to my business. So I always just say, in total, my growing up was very fast. I learned a lot of things, took a lot of responsibilities at a very young age. And I think it built me literally. Yeah. So, hmm. Bamba, are you learning? What were you doing while you were growing up? Bamba was eating biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Go buy a cup of um, coffee. I oh, my God. snaps
0: fingers. Oh, my God. I mean, when we when you introduced yourself, Bamba, Bam mentioned that, oh, you wear a lot of hats. And I know you personally, from your Instagram page, I usually see the things you do, and I'm always in awe, right? What personal passion project are you currently working on that you can share? I know there are probably some other things underneath, but what personal projects are you currently working on?
2: I think right now, apart from, like, um, you know, Uh, maybe my organization but like when you say personal project for me um i've been getting like quite a number of requests humbly anyways to like kind of i don't want to call it give back because that's a very general word word rather but like try to also like pass on some of the knowledge or experiences that i have you know share with other young people um, so I'm still looking for a very well structured way to do it. Maybe like whole series of webinars to bring like different people on board because there's just a lot to learn, uh, literally. So that's what I'm currently, you know, thinking about. But it's also a to talk about the fact that um, at this point I'm not looking to like get involved in a lot of things because I've spent a lot of energy and time in the past few months. So I'm just like chilling 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 and see anybody listen to this podcast took me a lot to be on this podcast because i respect rush, this rush. lot. so <laughs> if you listen to the end i'm supposed to be <laughs> but yeah that's awesome that's
0: awesome i i already said that we are more than excited and honored to have you once again on our podcast uh but you know something i would even ask i see you do a lot of things i just opened Instagram as okay, lady has done this today. at yeah, this forum, today you yeah, are traveling here, you yeah, are doing this. And I'm like, God when, God when, <laughs> and it feels like you are like a superhuman. Permit me to say that because some of us are still like struggling to put like a couple of things together. And I'm um, yeah, wondering how does the lady like do these things, right? But let me ask that if you if you could if you could have like one superpower right now. In addition to the other ones that you have, because uh, me, I believe that you have superpowers. So, if you could have one superpower right now, which
2: one would you actually choose? Uh, mm, As I said, like, superpowers just have, like, you know, I should just say, hey, and money comes to me so I can do all the things I want to do. But I know that oh. money, <laughs> money is not my problem in Jesus' name because hey, oh. i do this so that's that's already a superpower you know there are steps and methods to get money standard so i think for me to just be that you know to be able to like help others without having to mm-hmm. think too much about it or yeah if, for example someone comes to me and say oh i want to do this i want to get this oh i can just say abracadabra and the person gets there like the person does that the person is able to also grow and all of that so for me i can't think of any any other superpower but on a lighter note this superpower will be able to i like, just say mm, 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 wave my wand <laughs> my <laughs> please i'm not a magician let me just say it clearly on this call you'll be a fairy godmother i know for <laughs> <laughs> <But> jesus <laughs>
0: I would Depends just my
2: and then I can travel the world without having to enter a plane because I love to see the world. So yeah, maybe so, that's true. That are license. you started now? You started already. Yeah, but it's tedious because i say, in Nigeria. I have to apply for visa. No no.
1: <laughs> you are going put me in your box.
2: Ah uh, no, you you can't fit my box. So maybe it's me, day. I can't,
0: me I can <laughs> me I can fit I can fit
1: wow that's that's exciting you know one of one of the um there's like i'm sure people you know listening to this episode would appreciate this um, episode because um somebody that sees you from far possibly thinks that you you don't joke like everything is just like serious and precision and everything like that maybe you don't smile or you don't crack jokes but it's exciting to see that you you know, we're having this conversation, and then you are cracking us up. All right, thank you so much for that. We're looking forward to much more during the conversation.
2: Hey, for my free comment.
1: All right, so um, you know, this question is it's a bit tricky, but um, basically, what 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 has been like? You know, I'm sure it's it's not one, but then what has been like the hardest decision, um, you've ever had to make.
2: So far. Ah, okay, okay, okay. I know you asked me for mm-hmm. one, but because I know the year, but I'll give it two. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, but the hardest was having to switch from dentistry to marine biology. That was the hardest decision of my life. And you know, I think I'm 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 able to say it on this call. I was this close to like committing suicide. You know, during that time. I know, it sounds very stupid right now, but if you know what I'm talking about, you know, you, you've called yourself a doctor. I think till now, my father still has my name saved as Dr. Tami on his phone. And to see all of those dreams, like right in your very own eyes, just like wipe out, just like that, because of the wrongs of, I mean, the inadequacies of a system that could have been fixed and no one would have to suffer that. So I was given marine biology and... But from a doctor of human to a doctor of fish, <laughs> <And okay. laughs> so I think that was the hardest decision. And why was it hard? You know, because I had to choose if I wanted to stay and continue my studies or I leave and go and write another jump. And I, at that point, I, although I was a teenager, I was I was just shouting, "I'm growing old. I'm growing old. I don't want. I don't want to write jump again." So. Uh, It was hard, very hard, very, very hard, I tell you. That was like the hardest time of my life. And I think the second hardest part was being posted to Abuja. Carrying my bag, leaving every single thing that I'm familiar with, every single thing I was building in Lagos, every single thing that I knew, and going to a city that had not one single family member. You know, (laughs) it was... I think I have stories for this, but maybe this podcast is not, like, <laughs> you know, for my story. But yeah, that was the second hardest decision I've ever made. But one thing that I know is that for every hard decision that I make, knowing so well that I get to bear the consequences, God has never failed. Like, and they were all, you know, they were all on obedience. So I I think I also need to stay that way. Because you can also pack your bag and go to Abuja and notice going to happen if God did not ask you to leave Abuja. So let me. I think I need to add. I mean, to to leave Lagos. So I think I need to add that. But for every time I've always gone against what people would see publicly as inconvenient, inconvenience rather, um, God has helped me and sustained me. So those were the two hardest decision decisions I've ever had to make in my life. And I think I made them like at a very young age. I was just. It was the decisions were wild at those times. Trust me. But yeah everything comes together to form a, a perfect story yeah
1: exactly it comes i mean i i, I must i must um I, I don't think i've had the chance to like really say thank you and this just you know comes up i think now is a good time to say it um you know i was hoping we could like after call later but then um i remember when i was posted to so worry <laughs> all right and um same story you know i didn't know anybody that was even worse because like what am i going to go and do in evil man land and all that stuff all right and then everybody had told me to redeploy you know and every other thing and i remember your message at that time by 2 36 a.m right <laughs> in the morning of that day in fact i was already i'd already like sent a message to the guy and every other thing and then you, you just told me that i shouldn't redeploy you know that i was going to have speed and every other thing, you know, you, you, you said quite a lot of things that day, all right? And I, I I picked those things up and I ran with it. And like, there's a whole, you know, story behind um, my one year you know, in weary right? And every time I think about it, um, it just boils down to the fact that you were very instrumental to that. So this is publicly, this is me publicly saying thank you, right, for... Aww. Always oh, coming through.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. <laughs> but yeah, well done. I think many times we attach so much importance to just doing things. Or let me say, we, we think about so much. Because in the end, honestly, it's just one year. Like one year. It's so before you open your eyes and close it, it's done. So if you still mm. want to go back to wherever you want, you can. Right. So yeah, well done. I'm happy for you. For,
1: thank you so much um, so basically i mean we're still going to ask you more on, on your experiences so far you know dealing with failure and stuff like that so but that's later on um, now you know going forward actually um we've heard about like some of the ideas decisions that you had to like make um and we are grateful for that that you made those decisions because then um see where you are now you know a lot of results um, and a lot of things to show for it um, so basically, what's failure like to you? Um, and you know, over the over over the time, and, you, and even now, right? How do you deal with failure? You know, what's failure like to you? And then, how do you deal with failure?
2: The first thing I I always say to myself is that, like, failure is an external thing, right? So it's not me. I am taming. If I succeed, I succeed. You know, if things go the other way around because of a one-time event, it is also external to me. So when I say external, like, they, like, it doesn't define me. So I'm a person and as long as I'm alive, I can do anything that I want to do at any time. So if I do something and it fails, I'm not a failure. Something happened and it didn't work out. So it failed, the project failed right um so i'm always very careful of the way i see events that happen in my life and for me i i always also say that um when it comes to failures sometimes it's not even about you they're just external external things that happen i'll give i'll give us a strike as, a, as an example you're a student but the fact that you're not in school doesn't make you a failure it is us it is the government so that way i begin to like separate um i begin to separate the event from the person Timmy is different the failure as an event is very different right so and then i go back to check what did i do wrong what should i have done better was this a lesson sometimes it's it's even better that it's happened at that time on a smaller scale than for it to happen on a bigger scale so it's more like a preparation for you um you know i i think i like to use my achieving application as one of a very what like a very good example you know when i applied and everything i got to interview stage and trust me if you get to interview stage you're like one like 10 percent just you are 90 percent but you're like 10 percent close to getting that scholarship because trust me you've gone through you know a lot of filtering in the application and i sat in front of the camera and i was mom- <clears throat> mumbling is an understatement i didn't know what i was saying in that interview it will tell me that normally if i close my eyes i can talk from now to tomorrow it was a total disaster right cool. at that point i knew ah I can't collect evening. like it cannot happen. <laughs> Even if they place me on waiting list, like I can't come up that waiting list that year. It was oh. that bad. I knew it. Oh. So I felt bad though. I think if I still go back to the messages I sent to my friend, it was a terrible time for me because you know I felt so bad because it was just perfect. Like I just finished school, I went for NYC and then after NYC, oh my god, this guy's going for a master's and that. I don't plan my life. but then pandemic happened and i was grateful i didn't go to the uk at that time and i was grateful i didn't go at that time because all the people i met now that's led to a lot of bigger things wouldn't have happened i wouldn't have gone to paris for an event that was invited by unesco i wouldn't have done a lot of things so sometimes failure is also preservation preservation in the sense that oh you have been kept because this is not the right time for announcement Preservation in the in in the in the sense that, oh, it's better you make this mistake now when it's in front of two people than for me to give you a stage and you go and mess up on that stage because that time oh, you humiliate yourself and the failure will be a failure that will be carried on the news. So um, th- that's the way like perspective of how I see things and the other parts you know, that is very important. They also check what you do, like what did you do wrong. So I knew at that time that the major mistake that I think was out of my own jurisdiction to have, you know, that happened was because I don't like virtual, if you give me an opportunity to choose between virtual and physical interaction, I would always go for things that, you know, I can connect with people, I can have like human connection. So being on that panel on a virtual call with MTN network going off and on, disrupted the call but beyond that i realized that so many things that i put in my essay they were non-realistic to the human eye you know i put things like i wanted to become the minister of environment of which i will become by the grace of god maybe bigger than that but for for the sake of that essay at that point like the people on the call couldn't understand why i would put such a thing on that essay and i was not able to defend it because they asked me me wants to know how you want to do it right so my next application i removed it yeah god might have showed me or god might have told me oh this is where i'm taking you but yeah it's for past pers- like personal consumption or within people that I might understand or, or have you know that kind of spiritual understanding so I knew that I was saying the, the right thing at the wrong place, and I needed to fix that. So sometimes you have to sit back and, you know, try to check where you made mistake. And um, the last thing is, please take responsibility. Like, except there are external things like aSO strike, because I can't tell anybody to take responsibility for that, it's the government. So take responsibility, if it's you that have done it, just say, oh, I did this, and I think I could have done this, this, and this better. So. Yeah, it's just things that happen. Like, I I, I also think that we should try and find another word for failure because it's a a very big word, like very heavy. I'm always careful using that word. Very careful. Like, it feels like a final, when you see somebody has failed. Oh my God. It feels very final. It feels, it sounds very final. So I use words like, oh, I should have done better. Oh, I made the mistake. So that reorientation to helps you to put things in perspective. Because failure sounds very final to me, honestly. And I feel like it's the way sometimes society has shaped things because things have to be black and white. It's either you succeed or you fail. So if you are not successful in their very own eyes, you are a failure. But what really, really defines what failure is per se. So it's also very important that we kind of choose our words carefully when we make mistakes or events don't go the way we want here yeah, thank you. That's all I have to say for failure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for someone that applied for this evening and didn't even get to the interview stage, I must really say that you must have put in a lot of effort to have gotten the scholarship. So, well, yes, I'm still honoured again to have you here. And I think one thing I learned from what you said is the part where you went back to do like a review of your application to really understand why you actually did pull through that stage, and I think it's very important, right? Um, when we're assessing the our fallbacks, let I say our mistakes, not to say failure? <laughs> so yeah, I think that's actually very important. You shared one experience, but I'm sure you would have more experiences of things not going the way you had planned. It might not have been an application, but we would like to hear more, more and more but would you share just one or two experiences where you actually planned something and you didn't go as you planned or as successful as you imagined?
2: Okay. Ah. (laughs) Okay, I think I would share on this call and I think that it's about my internship, right? That I just got. So initially I was supposed to like intern with another organization. And if you asked me one month ago, I could bet everything I had that there's no way on earth I would not be interning with with the organization and that was because of how you know the kind of relationship I had with the person but um, it didn't work out it was the biggest shocker anyways But I think that when it happened and I got the email, I started dancing. God, I'm so weird. (laughs) I started dancing because I was just like, Oh my God, this thing is so funny. I was not expecting it, you know? And um, I remember I was telling my friend that "Ah, this thing happened. And my friend was just like, Oh, nice. Uh, The next one that is coming will be better. I'm like, wow, (laughs) you people, I don't understand what's going on. And then I think reflecting back now, I'm, I'm kind of happy it went that way. And here's the reason why. The position they needed. Mm, I might fit for it, but I would struggle with that. And you know what happens in the end? Both parties are not satisfied. And then the relationship is spoiled forever. Mm. So I would have worked with them, but the workloads. You know, if it's a if it's workload that is something that I've done before, or in a field that I've done before, right? It should be easier. So, for example, I work in climate education, communications, and you know anything around that. But while I do that, the climate change is very vast. That's the reason why, if you probably check my story right now, people asking me about geoscience, um, geography, and climate change, I always state it clearly. This is what I do, and. I niche down. So if you are looking for anybody climate education in Nigeria and Africa, you probably see my name as one to five. And this is not bragging. And it's because of how well I've been able to position myself to remain top of mind, right? So the position they needed in the organization was for something in climate change, but not in my niche. And I would not lie. So if I worked there, I would have to do a lot of adjusting. And now I'm actually realizing if I had worked in that organization, The role I'll be playing is not something that I think I would add to my CV. And here is why. I'm not one of those people that used to add all my activities to my CV. So if you check it, there's always a progression. If it's not about comms, if it's not about education, if it's not about climate change, you will not find it on my CV. Right? So I'm just reflecting and I'm happy that it didn't go well. I still have a very good relationship with the person, but I'm happy because I would have underserved them and they would have probably just let me go and the relationship would spoil forever. But now, I mean, a very like my role and the thing, the if you probably check the organization I work with, you probably see like, oh, this is Timmy. And I saw a lot of my colleagues say that on my first year of resumption, that you you sound like a like a kite candidate. So <laughs> um so it's very important. And that I think that was the thing that happened to me recently that didn't go well.
0: Anyone who want- had that Instagram post of you joining Kite Insight uh, for your internship would not understand how much work had gone and what this particular story had actually been about. So I think that everyone just has um, this one or two story about things not going as planned But at the end of it all, we just need to understand that for me personally, right, I would say that times and seasons are very important. And like you also said, positioning and being where you ought to be at the right time, they're also like very, very important. When we look at Tim this, Salami, we can say to some extent, you have built, um, let's say, a lifetime of success. I mean, it's not a lifetime, but you are building, right, a lifetime of success. What would you say? is your biggest factor or what would you you attribute your success so far to
2: yeah um, let me just be very frank with people on this call either you know because I know you you have diverse audience for me I'll just say the truth I obey God a lot I think my life has been hinged on instructions do this do this and when it happens or when I hear such I like you know sometimes obedience obedience that is not obeyed immediately is not obedience so i don't like try to walk my way maybe god can we shift this one like you say i should go to Kano but can i do a puja festival <laughs> you know <laughs> and all of those uh um, but like general lifestyle things that i do i have some values you know that you know there are just some lines that i don't cross um so I think the first thing is I, I invest in knowledge a lot. And I think I say invest and people think that I go and do certification courses. I mean, let me just put a disclaimer. I don't do certification courses, at least not yet. And if I ever get someone, you probably be like, <laughs> <laughs> like MBA in one top school, you know, because it's one thing to also get certification is another thing to be able to... Um, you know, (laughs) express the skills of your certification. So when I say invest in knowledge, I mean, read, read. Oh my God, read and read the things going on in your field so that you would always stay relevant, right? Sometimes I find it shocking that some people, I don't think anyone should know better than you that is not in your field that you should know. So if you're in a, a, a field that has to do with like economics, I should not know better than you that's the truth i should not be telling you news of what's happening in financial markets and you'll be saying hey oh that happened it should not be like that so invest in knowledge number two honor people and maintain honor people maintain and sustain relationship because they are are two different things i um one of the things i always say many times me i'm not self-made though Uh, i know a lot of young people throw it around I'm made by God and also like with the help of people surrounded by people people have helped me on my journey so well so I know how to like network with people but beyond network I know how to serve them so when I approach people I'm not looking at what to get you know the organization that I intern with currently I've had two interactions with them two different interactions with the founder of the organization but every time I go like i'm always going there like oh i want to learn i'm just excited about what they're doing you know and it naturally just happened that oh yeah i got an internship in that organization so from service you get into such systems and you know how to maintain and sustain relationship because i think daniel is a very good example you know because access is is something that i hold very dearly and if you are in my space trust me like i i like i really like the person if you're in my space because i tried as much as possible to also like keep that space because it's one thing to like be popular out there and actually have people that care about you and don't just want to be like predators eat off you and then just get 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 and get you know so when you have such relationships like that and you have access maintain it will be more of the giver be more of the you know person who contributes to their growth right? Just have a, have a help, like helpful mindset. I want to help this person. I want to contribute to their life. So like I said earlier, I invest in knowledge. Um, I honor people. I maintain and sustain relationships. Like I, that's very important. And then the third thing that I do is that I'm very focused. You don't see me doing like switching careers every year. And then because that's one thing I think we lack in our generation. People don't have staying power. You see someone today is a product manager. Tomorrow, the person is a graphic designer. Next day, the person is a poet. The next minute, the person is an analyst. Now, if you know me well, you know that I do like quite a number of things. I run an NGO. I run a business. And I have like some skills. But one thing that you should also note is that everything finds expression to one point. So, while my business is just one aspect, like, managed by someone, right? Um, I've, I've noticed that it's something I can manage off myself, per se, right? But the other part of my work, um, from poetry to um, my writing skills, if you see any book I put out, it's been about the environment. What do I do? I work in the environmental space. You know, so it's very important that even if you have so many skills, try to put them like you know let them meet at at an intersection i don't know if you guys get what i'm trying to say so staying power is very beautiful and i'll say this because from experience i've (laughs) recommended for many things because of how long and how excellent so it's also one thing to be excellent but in development space sometimes it's not about being excellent is about how long you've been there and how well you can be trusted. If someone comes and they come with, like, maybe grants or something, if you've been building an organization for for 10 years, they'll probably want to give you the grants, and you have success stories, of course. But even if you are doing so well and you're just 10 months, if you are the investor, okay, I know there might be many clauses to that, but if you are the investor, who do you trust more to give, like, the money to? probably the person who has experience, the person who, who, who have spent 10 years, and for anybody to spend 10 years in any market, they've seen the good, they've seen the ugly, they've seen the bad. So they can yeah. tell you, they can forecast like, oh, this is going to happen at this period of time. So staying power is very important. And I think that most times, most people, any inconvenience, they are out. Any inconvenience, they are out. Now, I also need to add this clause. Please, if you're in an organization or, like, if you're in a space that drains you and you feel like, oh, this thing, you know, is not something that is adding to my, because it's not adding to my growth or anything, it's also okay to leave. So I'm not saying that you should go and have, like, abusive relationship with your goals, right? So please, if you (laughs) want to pivot, if you want to do all of that, please do it. But let it not be said of you that on your CV, last year you were a product manager. Three months you spent in the company, the next day you're an analyst. Life doesn't work like that, you know. You need to have staying power. If you talk about Tony Elumelu, what comes to your mind? An investor, someone who works in the banking industry, someone who, you know, empowers people like business owners, SMEs. If you talk about, you know, um, George, George O'Marro, you talk about advertisement, you talk about copies, you talk about sales. If you talk about, you know, Daniel, let me just say top of mind. Anything that has to do like career growth, that's what is coming to my mind, literally. I don't know if you have any other thing going on. So to remain top of mind, you have to be, you played the game for long so that even if you want to pivot, it will be easy for you. There are so many other things that Tony Elumelu runs. I can I can mention like five or six, but what do you know the man for? Banking, finance, investment, and all of that. And he has other things that he's doing. Lastly, I'll also say this for just an example of, you know, being playing for like playing for long in, in the system. Yesterday, I, I was working when I, during my break, I was working by like shops and all of that. And I saw Amazon food. I literally had to call my friend that was at Amazon that. Please excuse me, you people are not selling food. <laughs> she was like, "Tammy, you probably do not know how many things Amazon does. So if I ask you now, you say they do delivery, out, you order from them. Well, Amazon works with you know companies like Netflix. You probably don't know like they do like back end stuff for them. But if you talk about Amazon right now, top of mind, this is what they do. So be that person. Stay long in the game so that even when you pivot, you still maintain that identity. So it's very very important. Yeah. Mm. Those are some of the things I I I do or pass it.
0: Taking notes. I'm taking notes. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> there's something you mentioned that I would like us to actually really talk about because there's probably someone listening who are uh, probably taking a course in product management and now is thinking of doing something entirely different and then they are wondering does he, what does that like make of me? So because um a lot of our audience are young professionals people that are still trying to figure things out draft a niche for themselves so I'll just say that when you say uh when you talk about the staying power how does it speak to someone who is still trying to understand what they really want to do because i have a friend right i know someone who studied anatomy in school right now is going into tech and doing coding now i understand where let me not let me not go ahead of myself let me just leave you to speak to that um the staying power as it relates to young professionals or gen z especially
2: Okay, um so I've been there. <laughs> I don't think anyone in especially if you're a young person living in Nigeria, <laughs> you have to change and pivot at different times because you realize in the end that you really never wanted to study anatomy, to be honest. Looking back, I can say boldly that if 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 I see a drop of blood right now, I can think like so I was now actually thinking like last week. Wait, is really, really true in my mind that I want to become a doctor, because <laughs> 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 I now started to realize that it was literally the influence of, like, my parents, um, you know, based on experiences they've had and, like, how the profession is very noble and all of that, and maybe my personal experience of how much I, you know, I was going to the hospital every time I was sick, so I was so fascinated by the whole idea of codes later i began to realize that ah, this profession is beyond code, cool so hey god so for that please it is perfectly fine if you are still finding your foot I mean, i'm not one of those people that will tell you that oh like when you come out of, of school this is exactly what you want to do with your life please if you are still finding your way please do and if studied anatomy and you want to pivot into like product management please uh-uh, please go for it. it's very important um you know i'm speaking now at everybody's level at my level what i probably do but where i have a problem is that you now pivoted <laughs> i hope that english exists you pivoted to program management in january all of a sudden you realize that ah this thing is not working i heard that the pay people were in web 3 more than product management. I'm just saying this hypothetically, please. Um, You know, so the person again moves to product, ma- I mean, Web3. And then you, you hear again that they pay data analysts very well. You leave the one you were building and then goes again to build in another place. One thing that many people, I think that we can learn from different people. But one thing that I think many young people don't understand is the power of replicability. Look at people that have built organizations. Look at people that you probably admire, you want to be with. Check their track record and see how they've built it. I think I have a very good example of one woman I really, really do admire. Her name is Dupe um, And you probably see her, like, I post her a lot on my Instagram story. One day I was just really fascinated to just really know how she, like, started holding such position with Tony Olumelu's organization or in general, Hell's holding. I hope I'm pronouncing this well or transcop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. To show you that to has so many things going on. I can't even remember everything. Um, uh, I think it's transcop if I'm right, guys. Yeah, yeah okay. it's transcop. yeah. Yeah, because I stand corrected myself on this podcast before they come and shame me online. Yeah, it's transcop. <laughs> and then I went to check her progression. This woman has served in one arm of UBA that has to do with like agriculture before. And she did not sell for one year. She did not say for two years, and then she moved again to do marketing in that same sphere, still in that system. But really, when I first saw her, like when they appointed her, the first thing that first came to my mind is, ah, uh, like how, where? Now the how and where was not a question of, oh, is she worth it? Because I never think that way. But it was just a question of, I'm sure that many many people would just think, oh, where did she come from? But i always say it. people are not just surfacing like when they level go and check they have track record i would have been surprised if i had seen her like she, she she did product management then she now left maybe flutter with and i went to this one like i wouldn't even be able to learn or observe with that growth pattern but when i saw it i was like oh my god she deserves it she used to work in marketing no wonder Transcorp is doing well those are the kind of comments you want people to make when they see when they see your work, when they see mm. your fire, right? So it's very important to have stay. If you even do the product management, I feel like before you can say something is not working for you yet and you want to pivot, you must have spent at least like one year or six months to say, ah, this thing not gone through rainy season and dry season. Now I can boldly say, oh, it's not working for me. We don't like inconvenience in my generation. And this is something many people don't like to hear. don't have staying power and it's very important that you can do your part like if you want to switch careers i beg of you like i used to be a dentist and then tell some (laughs) new students has nothing to do with marine biology but when i went to marine biology i just feel like what is worth doing is worth doing well and i stayed through i have every option to like pivot like i learned how to do graphic design probably don't know like (laughs) except i'm telling you now I learned a lot of things. I used to work in somebody's company as a business developer, but you'll not even find that on my CV because I don't think it has anything in my current field. So it's it's very important that we we also, when we when we do all of those things, we stay. We we just stay there as in build. And I think that I I will use this example again on this. Like I said, I know there are different people from different walks of life listening to this. But if you check, one, one, thing, one thing I've noticed, even with churches, before they branch out, they build momentum in one place, then they now open branches in another place. And you begin to wonder, why does like, that particular church have such structure? I'll give an example, CCI. You see them in different places of the world. Although they had the vision, they started from Lagos. Mm. Lagos, they moved to another place there's no way on earth even if god has told you that you change the world if you don't start from one place and build that capacity you cannot replicate anything you have not tested over time so i'm not saying that people should not do a lot of things amazon does more than what you guys think they are doing they have food delivery amazon so you can do anything you want to do but everything if you notice is still under amazon so branch out as much as possible but please be known for one thing yeah
1: wow two things <laughs> from this like conversation you know thank god i'm the one editing. out i have chance to like listen again um we can literally like publish a book in fact i think we're going to do that some form of like material that just like covers this conversation <clears throat> because you said quite a lot and i've been tempted to shout like Tamila 2022 in some of the things you have said so <laughs> <Still Yeah. far. laughs> All right, so I'm just going to we have that, just like two questions and then we wrap we wrap up. Um I'm going to take you back to a post you 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 put out on, on one on one very faithful Sunday where you where you chose violence over peace.
2: <laughs> till now, till now, that post, <laughs> please. Go. I'm a very peaceful person. Thank God you guys cannot talk. In fact, that I'm lacking on this call. This is who I am. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: that Sunday was, I mean, I just finished church and then I saw the post. I'm like, it's plenty. All right. So, so I'm just going to like take you back to that post. And, um, I mean, you, you basically you know, highlighted like some very key stuff, you know, um, in that post, all in one post. Like it just, it it said a lot of things that I had in mind, all right. Now speaking about pressure, you know, young people, you know, this personal branding, um, you know, thing that is going all about, um, you know, these days specifically on LinkedIn. um, And, you know, a lot of of people are not getting it right. And I, I don't even know whether it's pressure Or it's just a bid to try to like want to get to their desired place, you know, very fast without like escaping the process. You know, I just want you to like, I want you to like, you know, comment about that, you know, possibly share your thoughts on that, just like the way you did on, you know, on Instagram.
2: Okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the post really stemmed from, um, recommending someone for something. And when I recommend you for something, I feel like if anyone makes a recommendation for me, they put their name on the line, and they believe that I will bring in, you know, I will bring in someone that would be as—let me not say excellent, but someone that can deliver almost at the level that I can deliver. So I had like expectation for this person you know i was like oh based on what the person was posting online and i think that was a mistake i made the person wasn't close to me but i was like oh this person posts this thing on linkedin a lot and everything and then i recommended the person for the for the work kind of and the feedback was very terrible but that was i think that was a trigger for the post kind of but the other part was you know someone reaching out to me about certification courses and then the person more excited to get the certification than getting the skills for the certification. So the person is so interested in updating their, their LinkedIn with, oh, I just graduated from Udemy, I just graduated from this and that. And then you ask, okay, what did you learn? Everyone is blank. So we've moved from a generation that was hungry for knowledge to a generation that is very surface level. So you meet a lot of people with nice branding, but zero knowledge and capacity. So I think that post was really a wake up call because there was just a pandemic going on on LinkedIn. That is what I have to say. And every day I wake up to people saying, I'm happy to announce, which is fine, please. Like I'm also, I've been announcing happily for the past few days. And that's absolutely fine. But when your announcement is not matching your capacity, like you are not here to impress anyone, to be very honest. There are probably like a million things happening in my life, so many other things that you know I've been a part of. And if you see me share my work, I'm very strategic about it. I share because I know the kind of audience I'm trying to reach out to. And I'm not showing sure <laughs> off, you know, with my with my um, you know, post or anything. Because when I apply for things these days, people ask me. I've been to an embassy recently, and they asked me for my social media handle. My Instagram, and they were checking as I was there. (laughs) So I take all of those things very serious. So please do post if you want to post. But please make sure that what you are showing is lesser than who you are. So most times when, when I post things online or like people want to work with me and then i finally get to work with them they're always like oh my god like i never knew that you you did this thing like i never knew that you could deliver on such level i never knew you could that is the way you should always appear and i think i learned it from my pastor always appear lesser than you are so that when people work with you they probably have expectations but that way you are able to manage it and then exceed the expectations and please like young people should invest in capacity you know we throw a lot of titles around these days founder CEO and da 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 you know I've gotten to a point where um, (laughs) I'm also careful of the way I I talk about myself in different spaces when I know that this is a space that has to do like you know people who have really gone ahead of me and they ask me what I do yeah I would tell them that oh I run an organization and this is what we do Rather than say, oh, I'm the founder of this, I'm the founder of that one, and this and that and that, just to show that I hold the position. And many of them don't have jobs because of that. So they carry the CEO title on their head. They're literally suffering. Like there's nothing. When I say suffering, like, you know, sometimes it can be suffering, in, like, is long suffering that will produce results. But sometimes it's, let me just say clear, like, it's foolishness suffering because there are opportunities lying in front of you. But because you've appeared more than who you are, you block off those opportunities. So if I probably want to work with you and I see that, Oh, you, you already invested in this. This is what you do. Oh, you are the, you are the director of this. And I even went to check what you are directing. It does not exist literally, right? And I can't match what you are showing me with what is available. I'm already scared to work with you and i'm already thinking oh you you are not doing this you are not doing that once so why are you posting it you know one of the things i reiterated even while you know i was going to like start work with the new company i work with was to tell them that see i'm committed to you i run an organization but at this point i i want to learn this is my learning period so i will let all my guards down i might be a local champion like or even global champion but i understand seasons where i have to abase and abound where i have to talk about my work where i have to keep short and learn where i know that this is a time for me to learn even if i know a lot so sometimes when i open my mouth and like talk to people they're like oh wow you do this you you run this and they are always surprised that is the kind of feeling i always want to get from people not surprised in a bad way you know when they finally find me on instagram they're like i can't believe this i can't believe this so that sometimes the surprising people is very important and (laughs) i think it's from a place linkedin is now not even lie i'll say this clearly most announcement that i see on linkedin or even most most posts not even announcements like i just see some people post some things and it's not even making any correlation it's basically from pressure you know, you see people post things about. Oh, when I first came to LinkedIn, I never knew I would have 1,000 connections, or 2,000 connections. That's not even the bone of contention. Oh, that's a rhyme. Nice, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> you should, like, always offer substance. Yeah, you can joke online. If you know me, you know I joke a lot. I post memes because uh, it's life is not hard. But just investing capacity is very, very, very important as a young person. And I also think that maybe the exposure I've had made me realize that always, like, I say it again, please appear lesser, like, outside than you really are. And because I've been, like, exposed to different opportunities, different platforms, and I always like the surprise that comes with it when people finally find out out who I am, kind of. And it's it's just good i think i like it so <laughs> this is just my personal view please so i'm not saying anybody should do that i am very confident if you watch any of my videos i speak very confidently but even at that i make sure that i understand time seasons sometimes you learn sometimes you don't post sometimes you post and even when you post i post regularly but make sure you have substance please like very important aspire to pass by time it's almost over (laughs) quality is what people are looking for quality and results because if you want to play locally ah perfect Please please begin your motivational talks on linkedin and not applying it to your lives but if you want to play like on global stage you have to invest in learning so many things are going on in the world so that when people are having conversations you can put your mouth and contribute like excellently so yeah, I think I've said a lot spots, so that I don't start saying <laughs> anything. <questions>, but. <laughs> but yeah, because I know this podcast. Yeah, you see, if you are listening to this podcast, please Daniel, don't edit this part. If I listen finally and I don't find this part, I'm about to say we are going to fight. <laughs> because if you are listening to this podcast, I'm a very nice person. If you are close to me, I know Daniel knows this. I'm not wicked. I'm not a wicked auntie. I'm very true. So please, but I needed to see all those things I said. So. My love to all of you listening on this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, I mean, wow. I mean, everyone, <laughs> because, um, <laughs> we just have like, just what, 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 like, what advice would you possibly like? Maybe you know, one sentence or something. What advice would you possibly give to you know the people that are listening to you right now?
2: <laughs> Hold, like. Hold on to God, I think that's very important Um, because me, I like to say it because things that have happened in my life, sometimes I put one and one together, like I can't trace it that this was my effort and I I think I need to also say that because you know, you when you do one plus one by yourself, you get to, when you do one and God together, <laughs> the result is massive so me i've seen like favor work in my life so many times and i just want to say like hold on to god everything lead every single thing you are looking for is inside like inside your relationship with god then i would also say that please be focused and that's one thing that it sounds cliche but sometimes i always say that cliches work because cliches are cliches because they work so if you see people repeating the same thing it's because it's, it has really worked for them right so please be very focused oh my god this is very important there's so many things like there's so many things that can distract you from instagram to twitter to youtube there's always someone out there teaching you how to live your life literally on the internet right and then you know deep down that oh this is what i need to do this is where i need to be so please don't follow the crowd and also be very focused let me say this when when i started talking about climate education i i probably i think that many people would have heard me would just probably be laughing at me because i even talking about climate education in nigeria in the first place <laughs> do you get but i knew that my work was Local relevance, but was also for global dominance, right? I was not just playing for a Nigerian field. So, although I'm from Nigeria, my work extensively is in Nigeria. I also knew that I'm an international material. (laughs) So, I was working and doing everything I was doing based on that, right? So, please be very focused. And sometimes the things that you do will not give you instant gratification, you know, when you're building you don't totally although you might have seen how the house will look like but if someone passes through and they see you building blocks you've not done all the finishing they'll probably say what is this one doing so when you're building please guard your heart, guard your space and make sure that the people that you also have in your life are people that really really believe in you and i think that's one thing that um i've not shared enough and i think I'll i'll pay more attention to it i have amazing friends and i mean it and i think it has played a big role in my life the kind of people you work with i don't like people that you talk to them that you want to do this thing and they are like ah i don't know if you should do this you know because this one that we are in this economy i don't i don't like once you have that kind of attitude i yeah you still be my friend but like be apart i won't share things that are very destiny related with you so the kind of people that you share your ambitions your work the like the crazy ideas in your mind i think my friends can we should probably shoot a video soon <laughs> like me and my friends my friends can attest to this i just sometimes just come into their dm and say i want to do this thing even me after i finish saying it i'll be like ah, <laughs> is everything okay with you and then before i even open my eyes or oh, Sometimes you want to delete the message. You're like, oh, let's do this. Oh, do you, do you need me to pray with you? Do you need me to like, you know, share this contact with you or something? And these are people that are probably not even working in my field. But I've learned to like protect that space and honor, you know, this kind of friendship. If you see Dangote and To on a boat right now, sipping juice, last 20 years or so, they were also peers building and building together. So there's no way you want to hack into that kind of legacy friendship. So all your peers that you are, you know, living now that you are looking for vertical connection, you know, they say we have horizontal and vertical connection, peer to peer and then people above you. While the people above you are very important, please do learn from them. Please don't ignore the people at your level that God has placed in your life, because I think that's one way we've also missed it in this generation, very important. So please pay attention to people, pay attention to God, me like this, if I, hey, I, as in, I go nowhere without God. And that's very, very, like a very big factor in my life. That's my entirety, you know, basically. So it's very important um, that you also put that in check, you know, because sometimes I can't, that's why it's somehow hard to give people tips. Because I don't get tips. I just <laughs> get God, to be honest, because I don't know how to explain that. Oh, this happened. And this person said, oh, I can do this now and then this person puts in a word for me and then you begin to imagine how in how on earth did we just finish together and then Timmy is here Timmy is here and i say this with all humility because i believe that everyone's journey is very different i believe that any speed i have right now is just god to be honest because last 5 years or so i probably do not think that i'll be at the kind of level that i am right now and i even think that this is still like surface level there's too much more to come and it's because of this God factor. So please, it's very important. Um, please don't to your God. The word is there's so much, so much things trying to get your attention, so much information. Everyone telling you how to live your life, literally on the internet. Please be very focused because when you leave that that cocoon of Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and everything, and everyone advising you to do this and do that and then you get into the real world where you're going to play, you realize that things are very different. Very, very different. Very, very different. And, um, yeah. That's, I think that's what I want to say. Wow.
0: I mean, I, like, like, like Bam Bam said, we need to listen to this particular episode over and over and over again. You've dropped a lot of gems yeah so thank you so much for sharing so much insights sharing your experiences i mean i've learned a whole lot I mean, i've learned a whole lot and like bamba mentioned we we'll would definitely listen and listen to this episode thank you so much for sharing i believe one thing you mentioned that i would always stick with me will be the god factor because is your father is your creator You understands your life and the pattern that he leads you by and I believe that knowing your, knowing the path that God is taking you on helps you to also um walk or let's say draft your experiences experiences especially when failure comes in to play out so yeah thank you so much for sharing just mentioned building yourself and staying focused in a noisy world right it's very important that you're able to discern what you should be doing and then focusing on your own journey wow wow thank you so so much bam bam you yeah, are not going to say anything at this point because i know that you are still trying to internalize so many
1: as in my, my bread is full <laughs> thank you so much thank you and um thank you it's always a delight learning listening to you and following you thank you for being such an inspiration thank you for being Such a good leader, and thank you for being such a a good mentor, supporter, and thank you for always coming through for us. Thank you for honouring our invite. I'm I'm sure that everybody that has listened to this, um, are better because you came. You know, they are well equipped. You know, because you were here and then you shared, you poured your heart out. You know, to this podcast. Thank you, thank you so much thank you very much um to my super amazing partner thank you for always coming through as well thank you for recording this with us um to everybody listening to this podcast over a cup of coffee all right um I'm sure this is you know one of the best episodes you have listened to you know just like the other episodes will be amazing so please like you know share um, with your friends your family your loved ones Um, and everybody in your circle all right and drop a comment you know drop a comment drop your contributions drop everything that you need to drop all right once again we'd like to say a big thank you on behalf of the over a cup of coffee podcast on behalf of my lovely partner and everybody thank you on behalf of the listeners thank you so much for joining in my thank you for joining we honor you we love you and we
0: do
2: not thank do- you oh, you're welcome thank you so much for having me god bless you and well done you guys are doing amazing work um really really amazing and i really hope that you're able to sustain it